0: A lot of contract updates to talk about in the world of professional wrestling from AEW, WWE, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. We talk about it all next on the Squared Circle Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, will start with AEW. Leo Rush will officially be a free agent on February 14th after just a very short stint with AEW. Are you surprised that this is happening?
1: Uh, I definitely am surprised that it's such a short time that his contract was actually signed for. You know, this isn't really the first time we've seen something like this in AEW. I know Zach Ryder was was signed uh, to a shorter stint uh, mm-hmm. initially, and now you see this kind of with Leo Rush. It is surprising to me that the contract itself is is you know shorter in comparison to like what somebody would sign with with WWE um, or even the long term guys in AEW, but. Um, given everything that's happened with Leo Raj, it's not really surprising that they aren't, uh, going to be re-signing him and that's for better or worse, not saying I agree or disagree with anything that happened with him, but, um, the way everything was kind of publicized on his side, I'm not surprised that he's not going to be renewed or extended.
0: Right. And I think also you got to take into consideration he, since his release with WWE has had short stints with promotions. We've seen him in. Triple-A, we've seen him in MLW, we've seen him in New Japan Pro Wrestling, in AEW, all since he was released from WWE. And he's already announced the date with Isaiah Swerve Scott's show uh, in April of 2022. So I'm not surprised at all that he's just taken another step in his career. I know there's some people that want to play the speculation game that this has to do with uh, what happened with Big Swole. And he was on Twitter talking about that. But I personally do not want to make an ass out of you and me and say that is the reason why his contract is expiring and won't be renewed with AEW. I'm sure that could be part of the reason, but I don't think that's the full reason.
1: Yeah, you know, it, that's the unfortunate thing. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are certainly going to point to this and say that it's because of the whole situation with, with Big Swole and the way he reacted. And And honestly, who knows? Maybe that does have something to do with it. But mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that is, is clear here is that this was never going to be, or at least from the initial get-go when he did sign that contract was not meant to be a long-term thing. So it was meant to be like a short stint. Um, he did the thing with Dante Martin. We haven't seen him on TV. The unfortunate thing with Big Swole and the way he reacted happened not too long after that. So you know, we'll kind of see what happens from there. I'm sure it's not the last time, I would assume. I don't think it's going to be the last time that we'll see him in AEW at some point. Um, But who knows? Who knows what he does? Who knows where he ends up going? It just seems like um, he's a guy that's just going to bounce around from place to place, at least for the time being.
0: Right. And he's, you know, he has other ventures outside of professional wrestling, too, that I'm sure he wants to continue going after. So wrestling, you know, we've seen it. Time and time again with Leo Rush that he announces his retirement. He comes back. He announces it again. He's leaving one promotion to go to another. So this is nothing fairly new with Leo Rush. But some other news involving contracts in AEW is that, you know, within the next 30 to 60 to even 90 days from now, there will be quite a few contracts expiring in AEW. Some of the names that have come up from PW Insider and Fightful Select include Brian Cage. uh, Joey Janela, Marco Stunt, Peter Avalon, and of course, the already mentioned Leo Rush. Any of these surprise you that their contracts will be expiring? Not really.
1: I mean, Brian Cage is a little surprising only because he's a guy who had some... It's not like he was an unknown going into AEW. You know, he was obviously a pretty prominent wrestler outside Mm -hmm. of of AEW, Um, and... I think the one thing with Brian Cage is a lot of people say he has potential um The one thing that a lot of people point to, including us we've said before is his his inability to cut a compelling promo you know i I think that he looks uh like a million bucks um he's a He's a pretty decent worker from everything we've seen from him, mm-hmm. so he may be the one surprising guy other than that i mean. It's not really like Joey Janella and the librarian or guys like that are on uh, Dynamite on a weekly basis in a prominent role. Right. So honestly, no, uh, this right. doesn't surprise me.
0: Right. And especially when AEW prides themselves as being the work rate promotion and having all these great matches on television. And listen, I like Joey Janela. I think he's a little underrated as far as in-ring work is concerned, but when you see him next to guys like Brian Cage, like Powerhouse Hobbs, like Wardlow and and Lance Archer, and some of these guys, and even some of the smaller guys like a Daniel Bryan, a Brian Danielson, or a Hangman Page, like he still looks significantly smaller, and his role in AEW would be nothing less than a jobber, and we've seen him really play that role in television, where even in a contested match, he wasn't winning that match, and. Yeah. I know on Dark, they had the storyline with him and Sonny Kiss, and that's really been his really big thing in AEW. So, you know, he's got his stuff in the independents, too, that I'm sure he'll just venture out in. So there's a lot of these that I'm not surprised in. Brian Cage, I agree with you. I think that promo is just what's missing with him and a national audience. And that's why his contract right now is expiring and most likely won't get renewed well, who knows? He might get a renewal. They might work something out, but we know him and his wife, Melissa Santos, you know, have been vocal on social media and people have gone back and forth about his time in AEW. Is he happy there? Is he not happy there? So he might have to, you know, leave AEW. People might say WWE is probably a target. You know, Vince might like him, but I think the way they're going, Brian Cage is probably not going to be a guy that they go after.
1: Yeah, you know you know look, I mean even when we talk about guys being caught by the WWE. The the one good thing right now is pro wrestling while it's definitely niche, there definitely is a fan base that is going to be more dedicated. So uh, like um uh, uh, to go and bounce around on the indie scene like somebody like Zack Ryder what he's doing or right. even to go to and work for Impact. Mhm. There's nothing wrong with that. If you can make a comfortable living outside of the WWE, outside of AEW, outside of New Japan Pro Wrestling, then that's good for everybody. Um, I think that AEW is in a situation right now where, um, they, they definitely have cemented themselves as the number two pro wrestling promotion in, in the United States, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get guys like Brian Danielson, and you get guys like Hangman Page, who was super over Kenny Omega, uh, Adam Cole, and you start to 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 sign these guys, uh, Alistair Black, that there's just right. only so much time. And for somebody like you know Peter Avalon or Joey Janela, like would it be great if they could find time for everybody? Yes, but realistically, they I think they have a hard time even finding time enough time for some of the guys that they have on contract. I mean, look at like Andrade, for example. Mm -hmm. Everybody talks about how talented he is. Everybody says there's something there and he could be a huge star. Right now, he's kind of just doing something with Matt Matt Hardy. And that's okay. There's nothing really wrong with that. But at the same time, if he's going to be reduced to a role like that, where he's not fighting for titles and and all those types of things, what do you think is going to happen with a guy like Joey Janela or Peter Avalon or whoever else that isn't on TV? Right. So, I, it's not surprising to me that they're not going to be re signed if right.
0: they are. And it's not the end of the world. And it's not like this could be the end for them in AEW. You know, it seems like AEW not only has guys fully under contract, but they work like an independent promotion sometimes and will pay people per appearance. And it right. seems like Peter Avalon might continue that because he was just part of the dark tapings this past weekend. So, Chances are he will probably fill that role, work the independence, and then come back to AEW once in a while on a per-appearance basis. Same with Joey Janela. I think Marco Stunt probably is done with AEW. I wouldn't be surprised if they did a per-appearance with him. And then Brian Cage is a question mark. Can they resign his contract and give him some kind of TV time and some kind of storyline with him outside of Team Taz? It's just, I know people want to see Brian Cage versus Kenny Omega machine versus best bout machine, but I think that ship just, hit may have sailed. It, it seems like it has. Yes. But another AEW contract, a big one that has already expired. He's working technically as a free agent. And he talked about it this past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite is Cody Rhodes. Now there were rumors and speculations that he would be in the Royal Rumble this year. So when he's not appearing as number 30 and people get pissed because they got their hopes up and Cody Rhodes isn't showing up, uh, he goes on, cuts this promo, talking about journalists and checking their, you know, their facts and their dates and their receipts. He even takes a jab at Tony Khan and says that he got a contract in the mail, not the one he was looking for. And, you know, it seems like we'll find out more this coming Wednesday for the TNT championship in a ladder match with Sammy Guevara. Do you have any, any percentage that he is leaving AEW?
1: I'm 90 99.98% sure he's not leaving AEW. Right. Um, I, the fact that he is, he, he is still an EVP. Correct. At this moment. He is. Okay, so the fact that he has some skin in the game as far as the business side of things leads me to believe that he's definitely going to be uh, sticking around in AEW. Now, as as sure as I am that he's going to stick with AEW, this is pro wrestling. Um, there are crazy, crazy things that happen in pro wrestling. Can I say for certain that he's going to wind up in AEW? No, but if he were to show up and like, because let's be honest here, for Cody to go anywhere, he's not going to go to Impact. He's not going to go to New Japan unless it's for a, a short period of time or a couple of matches. The big thing for Cody would be to go back to WWE, mm-hmm. win the heavyweight championship, main event like a WrestleMania and stuff like that. Right. And Cody finds himself in a position where I think all of that stuff now, with the success he's had outside of uh, outside of the WWE, is certainly within reach. I mean, he's proven that he can be uh, a big star polarizing or not. I mean, even by the end of that, that, that promo he cut, there were a good percentage of fans that were Chan and Cody. Um, I don't think he's going to WWE. Um, I certainly think he's sticking with AEW. but again, in the crazy world of pro wrestling, never say never. I mean, Eric Bischoff, what, a couple of months ago was on AEW fairly often, a couple of times, a handful of times, and now mm-hmm. it seems like he's popping up on WWE almost uh, every other week. So right. who the hell knows what's going to happen?
0: Right. I mean, it is crazy. You never know in the world of professional wrestling, but for all we know, he enters number 30. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. He's going to dethrone Roman Reigns. As the universal champion. If it's not him, it's gonna be John Moxley. If it's not John Moxley, it's gonna be Brian Danielson, you know, because that forbidden door is wide open for WWE now, according to Wrestle votes. But we all know. Come on. Now, wasn't thinking- the
1: rumor with the Royal Rumble going back however many years ago, I think even Dave Meltzer tweeted that there was a a a heavily speculated um, rumor that somebody was going to come out in the Rumble number thirty, and it wasn't it Cody or Kenny that that was the rumor.
0: Well, I believe if I remember which report you're thinking, I think it was WrestleVotes that he's that there was going to be some big surprise. They didn't say what, they didn't say what number it was going to be, but a lot of people took that tweet and tried to connect the dots because this was when Cody's contract was expiring, Kenny's contract yep. was ex- expiring, so they all thought that. One of them was going to be number 30 in the Rumble, and when it turned out that number 30 was, I believe that was when Nia hey, Jax was, was number 30, and everybody got pissed and thought that was a terrible Rumble because they did not get what they speculated.
1: Yes, uh, that, that, that must have been what I was thinking of, but yeah, I, I highly doubt Cody is coming out number 30 or will be in a WWE, WWE ring anytime soon.
0: Right, I, I don't see it. I don't see anybody in AEW entering the rumble this year. Maybe someone from Impact. Maybe a former, you know, WWE star like we're seeing with Mickey James. But I don't see I, anybody right now from AEW. No,
1: I I will say this: I am genuinely intrigued to see when somebody that has defected from WWE and has gone to AEW and found success. What's what what will happen when those people once again become a free agent, like legitimately mm-hmm. negotiating with the WWE, like how how, how WWE is going to handle those things? Like with uh, a Brian Danielson, a John Moxley, the guys of that stature, like I, I, I'm interested genuinely to see how WWE is going to handle that. I, I would imagine they'd, they'd love to have those people back. I can't see right. why they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, But do they? legitimately say sorry doors closed you went and worked over there we don't want you anymore i doubt it um because we've seen that happen in the past with guys like hall nash Uh, just about everybody has left and gone back warrior Mm -hmm. hogan but Mm -hmm. we'll
0: see right now we're talking all this wwe rumors and speculation about the rumble and whatnot we do know someone that is in the royal rumble he's got a feud right now with johnny knoxville of all people and that's Sami Zayn. And it came out this week that he has re-signed with WWE. And not so long ago, this was a guy that people were speculating was going to jump ship to AEW like Kevin Owens. And now both of them have officially re-signed. To me, the last you know couple years since the pandemic started, Sami Zayn has been one of the bright spots in WWE. And he's having a terrific run, I think, in WWE. And all it took was him to turn heel. And this was a guy that they... A lot of people thought needed to be a huge baby face in WWE. Yeah. They flip the script, turn him heel, and he's been really entertaining, really great, you know, Intercontinental Champion, challenge for the Universal Championship. I mean, how do you not resign with WWE after the run you've had?
1: Yeah, yeah, he he's definitely taken the ball and run with it. Um, and that's that's saying a lot because a lot of people when they're given that opportunity, they don't always do the best with the the opportunity that's presented themselves. Uh, he he is in a unique situation where, um, you know, he was given something really small, knocked it out of the park, and they continue to let him run with the ball. So, I think for him, uh, a lot of people, at least people that watch AW fairly often, I'm sure, were hoping he'd go to AW. If he did go there, I don't really see what that would do for his position. I think he'd be pretty much in the same spot that he's in in the WWE. I don't think Sami Zayn, off the top of my head, if he were to hold a, you know, a gun to my head and ask me, I, I don't think he is ever going to be like a heavyweight champion or a universal champion. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion, just because where he's currently positioned and it's he's not really typical, like the typical guy that they they push, like a Roman or a Brock. Um, And if he were to go to AEW with the young talent that they have there and the guys who are already established, like he'd probably be in a very similar situation. Right. Um, And knowing that, especially knowing that so many guys have left, I got to think that not just him, but Kevin Owens alike were paid pretty handsomely to stick around.
0: Right. And I think it's a good move for Sami Zayn. You know, his best friend, Kevin Owens, he re-signed recently. So I'm sure that influenced him into resigning with WWE as well and I think both of them are they universal champions are they WWE champions no but they're prominent characters on WWE programming they find stuff for them each and every week and I honestly don't see why they wouldn't resign unless they felt like they should be you know world champions or you know WWE champions that AEW will definitely put them in that caliber and you know It's their final decision. They felt like it was the best for them. So that's good for them. Now, another contract that has been talked about in WWE recently Mustafa Ali asked for his release. We found out that it has been denied. Kind of surprising. I'll admit, it is surprising that Mustafa Ali's contract release request has been denied. But who knows what this leads to? Because on one side, we've seen that people have been ask for a release, denied, and they come back and have a great run like Sasha Banks, or they end in limbo for a year and then eventually get their release like FTR and Luke Harper. So, this is one of those weird situations with Mustafa Ali, I think.
1: Nah, nine weeks at table spots and then they'll let, her, let him go. Well, are you saying he's going to be the next
0: Lana who didn't even ask for a release? Precisely. I don't know about that. Maybe they re- Maybe they reunite Retribution, but... Are you surprised that they denied the the requ- the request for a release? Uh
1: yes and no. Yes, because they're not really doing anything with him. No, because if they grant Look, Tony Storm, she was popular in NXT. A lot of people know who she is, but it's not like she was household name in wwe not to say Mm -hmm. that mustafa ali is but right you know i the problem is if they grant him his release after especially after tony storm just got released um you know who's to say like anybody that's unhappy is just going to go to management and say i want my release i want my release and they can't really from a management standpoint i get it um i just hope they actually do something with him right the wwe needs tag teams look they're not doing anything with mustafa ali and ricochet right now he's in this thing with with uh freaking Seamus. just i don't know throw them together or hopefully let them be a tag team at least do something with them
0: but then vince has to pay two
1: guys for one match (laughs) i don't know i don't know what they do with with ali um I definitely think he's one of the guys, when when you say underutilized, he's one of the guys that I think definitely uh, falls in that category. Um, And maybe they see that potential too. And sometimes you got to rattle the cages to get a little attention. I mean, we saw that with Punk. He was right before the pipe bomb. I mean, it it was no secret that he was not happy with his current Mm -hmm. position, I don't think. And Mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe maybe WWE looks at this and says, we actually got to do something with this guy.
0: Right. And like I said before, I don't want to make an ass out of you and me, but obviously he's upset. He, whatever reason he wants to be released, he wants to be released. And WWE says, no, now I could be like that ass and say, oh, WWE is being petty again. But at the same time, they did the same thing with Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks asked for her release after WrestleMania 35. Vince said, No. Take three months off. She ended up taking what? Six months off instead. She came back and had the run of her career. That could happen with Mustafa Ali as well. They could give him the time off. He comes back and has the best run of his career in WWE. Also, what could happen, as I said, FTR, who requested their release, Luke Harper, who requested his release, and Andrade, who requested his release, all got denied by WWE and then eventually were granted their release. It took a while, but they eventually got that release. That could also happen to Mustafa Ali. But I'm not going to make an ass out of you and me today and say WWE is being petty. And I'm not going to make an ass out of you and me today saying that he's the next Sasha Banks situation. I'm going to let this play out. And I know people are going to say, well, typical WWE fan saying let it play out. But I have gave you two options on both sides where this could happen.
1: Yeah. I And oh, I mean, what choice do we have? You, you literally have to wait and see what happens here. I I. I don't blame WWE for not granting him his, him his release, but I just, if you're not going to release the guy, do something with him.
0: Exactly. That's that's what I hope happens, but we know that's not always what happens. But let's close this off with a promotion we haven't talked about in a while. Let's say, you know, at least a year. New Japan Pro Wrestling. We actually had a contract update there that Tetsuya Naito, one of the big names in New Japan Pro Wrestling, has re-signed with the promotion but took a 24% pay cut in this new deal. Now he is on the back nine of his career. He's got some bad knees and new Japan pretty much took a financial hit due to the pandemic. They weren't doing shows like WWE and AEW were during the pandemic. And then when they finally did, they were touring, but with limited capacity. So they're not exactly at the revenue in stream that wwe and new uh, and aw are in so some cuts had to be made interesting to see that you know we are getting techi and naito to take such a significant pay cut are you surprised at the pay cut being that big given all the circumstances
1: well assuming the circumstances are that they really legitimately were not making the money that they they once were because of the uh because of the pandemic I mean what choice do they have you get gotta you gotta try to you know stay afloat and if you right. have to give guys pay cuts unfortunately mm-hmm. um the good thing is he was understanding about it and he resigned and uh he's still he's working for a company that I think is gonna continue to use him correctly so um I it sucks I mean nobody wants to get a pay cut but right. he's employed with a with a really prominent wrestling company so there's something mm-hmm. wrong with that.
0: No, there's not and I think this is similar to what we see in pro sports where you know there's a player that in their prime was one of the best and got big money contracts and then as they get closer to the end of their career they're getting like league minimum or very significant pay cuts just to stay in the league. I think that's part of the reason why Tetsuya Naito took such a pay cut because I think he knows at this point Even in his own faction, he's not the focal point anymore. You have Shingo Takagi, you have Sonata that are up on the rise or in the main event picture in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And while Nino's still there, he might be getting himself further down the card. And who knows? And I think that might play a factor into why that 24% pay cut happened and it's better than a 100% pay cut and they don't sign him at all. And then he has to go find somewhere else. I mean... I think he, he's good enough where he can even stay in another Japanese promotion like All Japan Pro Wrestling, but I think he's a guy that is a New Japan lifer. He wasn't going anywhere, and this was probably the best fit for both promotion, both the promotion and Naito. I
1: agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, he, um, he, he re-signed with the company that I think will um, be the best landing spot for him. Uh, I, I think that, you know, of course you're going to get people. I wish he went to AEW, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, and that would have been cool. Uh, I don't, I don't really think WWE would have done him any favors. Um, but you know, he's, he's in a company where I think he, he's going to be used correctly. So that's a good thing for him.
0: And who knows the forbidden door is open with new Japan and AEW. So we might see Naito one day in a AEW ring and one of those like you know, one-off appearances like we've seen with Ishii and uh, Minoru Suzuki and uh, Rocky Romero. So Naito might come eventually one day, but who knows? A lot of things could happen as we are still on the tail end of January of 2022. Still a long way to go in the professional wrestling world. And we made our predictions for 2022. Click the thumbnail on the screen right now to check out that conversation. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Babble.